Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. Yay, me! It is I. I'm here. <laughs> Are you breathing fire tonight, John? Not tonight. Not tonight? My pants might be breathing some fire. Oh, shit. Do you have a rash? No. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> you do not? You sure? <laughs> I got a scratch, I need, an itch I need to scratch. I bet you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with the rash, though. Lordy goodness. Okay. Okay. So, this week we've talked about, we've talked about, um, what have we talked about, John? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked about boundaries, limits. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we need to get a little. We, we need to get to the nitty gritty of what we're we like. Do. Wow, that's yeah. Okay. Isn't that exciting? Oh, wow, so exciting. <laughs> Talking about limits, yay. Well, if we know our listeners, our listeners like to talk about uh, humiliation, degradation, right? Dirty, kinky shit. Right now, we know our limits. Yeah. Now we need to talk about what we're going to do with those with those limits. Yes. We know what our partner wants. Now, what are we going to do about it? Types of role play scenes. Right. Yes. So, we're talking about BDSM. Mm hmm. First thing we should talk about is domination submission. You think? I think so. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. Yes. Domination and submission, often known as DS to those living the BDSM lifestyle like us, (laughs) is a cornerstone of BDSM. With these power exchanges, one partner is submissive, allowing the other to do what they want and even give them instructions. While the submissive partner strives to serve the dominant partner, must orchestrate the whole scene, taking the partner's desires and safety into consideration. So, basically what it's saying is, the dom takes the information that you've given them, the limits that you have, the things that you want to do, and they orchestrate the scene. And they can't really do that if you haven't had that conversation yet. So, many people don't play particular roles with DS. Instead, they're just experimenting with power exchanges, exchanges themselves. Some people are only into DS in the bedroom, but others incorporate it into their relationships. They do. They do. I mean, I've got my little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many times people will message me, and they're like, so what is BDSM? You know, they want to come to the dungeon, right? But they don't know what BDSM is, right? You know, I was I was talking to a guy the other day. He was like, "Well, what kind of parties are going to be?" I said, "It's going to be BDSM." Well, what is that? I said, "They're going to tie you up and tell you what to do." <laughs> oh my he's god, like, you scared him, oh. didn't you? He's like, "Oh my god, girl tied me up one time, and I told her she better not leave me there, and she did. She left me there. She Holy walked shit. out. Yeah, left him there. I don't know how he got loose. Holy shit! I think somebody came and found him." Yikes! Yeah, so, you know when you when you do that to somebody, that kind of turns them off. You think? Yeah, just a little. They probably don't want to ever do that again. No. You know, <laughs> don't be an asshole about it. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know what we do is different than most typical vanilla relationships. We have a lot of vanilla friends, and we were talking about this the other night. We said, you know, it's really difficult to even bring up. You know, the Griswolds, for example. 
they are afraid to bring up any type of BDSM to their vanilla friends. Right. You know? Because there's a stigma attached to it. Big stigma. And that's, you know, that's what we're doing with the podcast. We're trying to break that stigma. You know, and like we said the other day, the podcast isn't for everyone. Some people want to take it more serious, but we're trying to make it accessible to more people. Absolutely. So we're trying to make it a little light. You know, we take it seriously, but we try to have fun while we're doing it. Yes. So that other people can say, oh, well, we can do that. And, and you know, you bring that up. And again, what BDSM is what they make it as. Right. You know, domination and submission is only one piece. Absolutely. There's all kinds. And that's why we're going to go through this list because there's all types of things you can do. All right. So the next so one. number two, yeah. Yeah. So... <clears throat> we might as well give credit to this. <laughs> this is Bad Girls Bible Club. And They're our favorite. They are our favorite because they always have really good um, topics on here. And I really like bad girls. You do. You've had a lot of bad girls, like one too many. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not one too many. <laughs> I've, got one. I've, got, I've got a badass bitch now. You perfect badass bitch now. I'm just talking about bitches in the past. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, the TPE, people will always ask me, what's TPE? It's total power exchange. Uh, some people aren't satisfied by occasional bedroom dominance and submission. So, they prefer a relationship where it is slave, hands-on, overpower to their partner completely. To- total power exchange. It's known as a 24-7 domination. We've talked about this before. That's really rare. It is. It is because that's a lot. It's a lot to take on as the dom. Yeah. To to be in complete control of somebody else's life for twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this um there's this program this website, and it's like Total Power Exchange website, mm-hmm. and these basic slaves um they have a number. They have like a program number. And <clears throat> if you were given that number, you kind of have oversight over their whole computer. Oh, wow. It's hardcore. Yeah. And so that is for like long distance relationships, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. They have apps too where you can assign tasks. Yes. To yeah. your submissive you or your that. slave. And they have to, they have the app on their phone. It's good, like you said, for long distance relationships. Yeah. And they have to complete the task, and they have to check in, and they have to, you know, if they don't do it the way they're supposed to, there's punishment. 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 We haven't talked about about that that yet, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will tell you a quick little story about Total Power Exchange. I mean, we can't get through this entire list tonight, but I will say this. So, this guy I knew, he came to the dungeon years ago. And he had met this woman online, and he was, you know, not very far from her. Um, you know, it was driving distance. I think it was they were like four hours apart. Anyway, he said that they had arranged where for an entire week he was taking a week off vacation from work, that he was going to go stay at her house, be her entire slave for the entire week do anything she wanted blah 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 you know it was total tpe and he was really getting more for his you know plan than what he expected it to be so he went there she took his clothes from him she gave him 
like zero clothing except for like a little maid's um, hat and panties to wear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of times they'll, yeah, when you have a slave, they yeah. don't, the only thing they wear is a collar, a yeah. steel collar. Yes. And attached to a chain. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, he was there. She went to work. She locked him in the house. She locked all these doors in the house. He only had access to certain places. Like, he had to do chores. He had to cook, clean, etc. And after that week was over, he's like, okay, this is my last night. And she says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. And now he had given her access to every type of social media. Given her all his passwords, bank accounts, everything. You know, that was the plan. And he ended up staying there a few more days than what he had planned on staying. And he finally got a way to escape. (laughs) He had to escape. You know, he had a life. Right. And ultimately, when he escaped, she went, she blasted him on social media. She had taken pictures of him, sent him to all of his family members and friends. It was hardcore shit. Yeah, she punished him for escaping. Big time. Yeah. And he said to me, he's like, if I could only go back and be with her again, if she would forgive me, but she'll never take me back. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That was the fantasy. He wanted to be a slave. And she, yeah. And you know, it's hard to tell because we haven't talked to her, but it sounds like that was for her, that was her doing, fulfilling his fantasy. Yeah. You know, he agreed to a week. Yeah. But she, you know, she pushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like she's a little bit of a sociopath, just saying. (laughs) But he liked it. He liked it. He liked it a lot. (laughs) Mikey likes it. (laughs) All All right, right, John. Number three, sensual domination. We've talked about this a lot. You and I are both sensualists. We like this. Yes, absolutely. We like the other things too, but we like this. For those who like the idea of domination but don't want to be too extreme or have a total power exchange relationship, sensual domination may offer the answer. As the name suggests, this BDSM idea is all about the senses, especially the sense of touch. There are also an endless number of ways to do it. A few examples. You can use temperature play. You can drip hot wax. You can use ice cubes on nipples and different things. We do that. Textures. You can... Run different texture item over your partner's skin. You have a rabbit fur down in the d- dungeon that I like to use. You love to use that I, rabbit I use fur, it. don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's really soft. Um, restrictions. You can limit or block senses with gags, blindfolds, earmuffs. Um, don't restrict the ability to breathe. Okay. Sensual domination. Okay, sensual <laughs> domination, maybe. <laughs> Edge play. We're to- totally choking your ass out. Okay. So, yeah. I do a lot of this um, with my fire play. So fire play is edge play. It doesn't. It doesn't really count as sensual domination. But the way I do it, I I feel like it can be. I get the the. You feel the heat. I'm not really causing pain. I'm just giving you the sensation of the heat. And fire cupping. You do fire that. cupping. Yeah. Um, the singing bowls. So yeah. you have the singing bowls. That's an auditory sensation. Um, sensual music. I like to use incense, candles, um, drip candle wax, the massage candles. Do all those types of things, and it's it becomes more of a an energy play, or sent us. It becomes a almost a spiritual experience with your partner. 
so to me that's what sensual domination is where you can do those things and you can still I've still taken people to subspace oh I've seen it yeah because it it, it's it is intense if you do it right very much so so I really do enjoy domination uh, sensual domination it's like when you do it it's almost like a ceremony right it, it, it's I, sometimes I'll bring my crystals out and it'll just I'll just make it a spiritual experience yeah. we're gonna we have a special event going on with our close friends this weekend there's a celebration that we're doing for um for uh, one of our friends and uh, I asked her if she wanted to do a fire scene Friday night while our friends were there and do the fire play and the the singing bowls and all that and we'll do it together with our friends because our friends are very spiritual absolutely so yeah it's gonna be a good night it's gonna be an awesome night it's gonna be yes, awesome I'm gonna light her on fire it's gonna be great <laughs> I get it but it is fire for me is is kind of a spiritual experience it is it takes fire a lot of people as a dom they like to say it as a man takes them somewhere I'm not really well I am but <laughs> I am going to say this a little bit, but it doesn't really take me the same place. But fire does. The yeah. fire and the edge play, the breath play, the electrical play, it does that for me. So I We like saw it. some electrical play, didn't we? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we're, we're talking about sensual domination. I got my ass beat. You got your ass beat. <laughs> That's great. That was primal play. That was great. Yeah. She got tackled for that shit. <laughs> she got tackled. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go now. Because you knew what was happening next. And it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> for a long time. Somebody got naked and we didn't want to watch. <laughs> Somebody got real naked. Okay. All right. So I think we can combine four and five together. Yeah. They talk about submissive roles. Um, if you're any kind of BDSM relationship, then you might find it helpful to have rules for your submission or your submissive, excuse me. There's a way for dominant submissive to establish a routine around the house, in the bedroom, and in the relationship. It can also help train a submissive. Breaking the rules might require discipline, of course. So there's submissive tasks. Unlike the rules above, submissive tasks are essentially assignments, or excuse me, essentially assignments that the dom gives to the sub. They may have a regular part of a routine or a one-on-one-off task. Yeah, one-time task. Yeah, okay. These tasks reinforce the power differential between agreed to with their partner, among other things. Right. Hmm. So, it doesn't give any examples of tasks, but... Some things could be have dinner ready when I get home. Yeah. Or when I get home, I need you to be naked and in the position. Don't look at me when you say that, John. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rule. Don't look at me when you talk to me. When I talk to you, you look at me. When you talk to me, you turn your eyes away. We're not equal. (laughs) Speaking of submission (laughs) and role play. So, you know, Gemini's in the dungeon tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and right now, right now, and the listeners obviously could not hear this, but John and I were listening to "You've Been a Bad Boy, Haven't You?" and we're like, "Oh shit!" (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, he likes tickling torture, uh, titty twisters, and wedgies. 
Oh, so she's having fun. She's having a fucking blast. <laughs> yeah. So, interestingly enough... <laughs> so he needs to be punished. Big time. So, BDSM punishments. The D in BDSM also stands for discipline, a.k.a. punishment. BDSM roleplay punishments are used when the submissive doesn't do as the dominant asks and exactly how they ask it. An effective punishment isn't necessarily giving physical pain. In fact, blocking access from something that your submissive desires can be quite effective. Spanking is a great example. Because so many people like spanking, it doesn't make a great punishment. However, you can pretend it's a punishment in many BDSM scenarios, including student and teacher. So that's what we were just talking about. Jim and I was doing in the dungeon. He want, he wanted to be punished for being a bully at school. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a big bully. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me. He, he wanted was, some. Speech. Yeah. Yeah. So Dottie says no. She just came up here and talked to us. <laughs> yeah. He wanted some spankings. He did. He, Hardcore. Some, he wanted a big paddle. Yeah. And then he wanted the bigger paddle. Yeah. So that was fun. We have that one paddle that's round, and it looks like a big-ass pizza paddle. Yeah, with holes in it? Yeah. So you can swing it faster? Yes. Yeah. Those holes look like they hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Right? (laughs) I don't need a spanking. I do the spanking. Now, this is my least favorite topic, John. Yeah, we've talked about it before. We've talked about it. It is BDSM contracts. You know, they don't uphold in court. No. Do not sign a contract and say, they have a contract. They said I could do it. You're still going to jail. You're still going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it is. People write this contract. They do a slave ownership contract. They even mention it in Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Like, but it doesn't hold up in court. It's it's non-legal binding. Right. But for some people, it's part of the role play. It's part of the role play. And it's a way that people can write down what they have consented to. Right. After they do the BDSM test, you like you talked checklist. about. Yeah. It's yeah. similar to that. Yeah. And then it's... A more formal way of saying, you can do these things to me. Yes. And a lot of people, they need a visual. Yeah. You know? It's, a, it's just an, it's an easy tool to use to go back to and say, to figure out your scene. Because as a dom, you have to remember all the things that they do and don't want. And you're responsible for creating the scene. Yeah. So it's nice to have a list of things that you can and can't do that you can go back and reference. Absolutely. This right. next one's my favorite, though. Yeah. We'll talk about spanking. Erotic spanking, John. Erotic spanking. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to say this really quick, right? Right. So, one of my friends, he's a therapist, love him. He told me that his ex-wife used to, they used to live on the water, on this lake. And they had this, like, work, uh, workplace cabin-looking thing that it was at the end of their property by the lake. And he said, like, on Saturdays and Sundays when his children would go off to their grandparents' house, she would take him out to the wood shop, and there was a little window where he could look out at the lake. But <laughs> she would suspend his arms and come in and beat his ass with a leather whip. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big fantasy for him. Wow. He fucking loved it. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> 
So, fun times. Go ahead, John. So you like spanking people. <laughs> oh, I love spanking people. It's and, one of my absolute favorite things And that goes into impact play. It, yes. And we both love impact play. Yes. You know, one of my favorite tools, I really like, I have a suede flogger that I really like. It's really heavy, really thuddy. But then I have people that like real stingy. And I have my dragon tail, which is a really soft suede and looks really nice. And like, it's going to feel really good until I pop that shit on you <laughs> and you find out how stingy it is but I really I like I I think my dragon tail is my favorite tool to use when I'm That's doing badass. impact play yeah I really like it yeah. because you can change the intensity of it yeah you know some of them are really thick leather it's gonna hurt no matter what you do Absolutely. but with that dragon tail you can really warm them up and and you can use it to do a lot of different things very, very rhythmic with it it's not it's not as ominous as some as some toys, but you can really get somebody where they want to go. Definitely. And then you have, you know, like we said, floggers, riding crops, um, canes. A lot of people like canes. All right. Here's yours. You love this shit right here. <laughs> I do love caning somebody, though. That's yes, shit. you do. Some bastionado with a cane. Yeah. Oh, shit. They're in trouble. If you know if you know the right spot, you can make them come too. <laughs> oh yeah! So bondage B stands for bondage in BDSM. Uh, <laughs> this is an activity when you restrain any part of your partner's body. We know this. We've done we do this all the time. All the time. Saran wrap. Saran wrap. Even cuffs. Cuffs. Yeah. Rope. The back bed. The back bed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bondage tape. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. You have stocks. You have a stockade in there. Oh, yeah. You stick their head through in their wrists and they're Fuck stuck. yeah. They're stuck. <laughs> right? The motherfucker can't move. <laughs> <laughs> say something now, bitch. <laughs> well, I will say, and I'm sure this is not on the list, because sometimes they don't even talk about it, but it's, um, it's predicament bondage. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of friends that love that. Yeah, we do. And, you know, it's... It's about being in a stuck position where you can't fucking move. Right. And if you move, there is a consequence. Right. You know? And it's not coming from the dom. You're hurting yourself when you're you move. You're hurting yourself when you do it. Put an anal hook in somebody and tie it to their ponytail oh, and yeah. dare them to move. Damn. <laughs> I remember that. That was hardcore. <laughs> you did that. I love that shit. She landed on her face on the concrete. <laughs> Good memories. Yeah. <laughs> like you dropped me on my face i said yeah i did (laughs) (laughs) and you liked it (laughs) okay breast bondage i like this a lot of times breast bondage you're going to do with rope you're going to tie the the breast really tight um and you can do that as intensely as you want to you know i've seen people from light they'll the breasts will start turning a pink shade all the way up to purple and start to turn black oh yeah that's yeah. hardcore yeah I don't like to turn black you know yeah. tight enough to make them red and yeah. stand out and then hit their tits with a cane <laughs> <laughs> or a flogger I like that definitely <laughs> so the the bondage but also the the impact play on the breasts I really do like that alright so mm. They also talk about bondage positions. Right. And that really ties into what we talked about, predicament bondage. Predicament bondage. Yeah. yeah. And then mummification. Talked about that. And the saran wrap. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. 
We've done that a couple times. We've done episodes on it. I did my slave one time. I, I wrapped him in saran wrap and then used bondage tape and um, uh, duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be careful with duct tape. Like if you yeah. put saran wrap on somebody and then duct tape it around that. Oh, yeah. You don't want to put it directly onto their skin. No. Because you will rip their skin off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I use the saran wrap. Right. <laughs> Right. And then I put a tube in his mouth so he could breathe. <laughs> and then you can cover the tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he can't breathe. And he can't fucking breathe. At move. all. <laughs> well, that's a good place to stop. I think, you know, we're going to split this up into another episode. Yes. But that's that's the end of the bondage and different types of bondage. And then it starts moving into other things. So I think that's a good place to stop for today. Agreed. But these are some good ideas, you know. And these are things we, all, we, we do all the time, but a lot of times people don't think about. Especially if they're new to BDSM, so. All right. All right. That's exciting. So we gave him some good ideas. Yeah, we did. Tie him up, slap their titties around, <laughs> give him a couple spankings, and tell him they've been a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. And they're being punished because they're bad. Bad. Stop being bad. I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> You're making me do this. This hurts me more than. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. All right. Well, until next time, make all of your fun time fantasies become realities.